hello and welcome to the edition. It's the final podcast of 2022. One, because, you know, I'm not recording a podcast, but in between Christmas and New Year, I'm having a lie down. Um, And (laughs) I wanted to wrap up and I wanted to give you, the listeners, a little bit of a break. I really appreciate you being here for the start of this edition journey. And so really, it's only suitable that the person who was on the first edition podcast on the pilot episode returns for the final one of uh, the first of 2022. Hello, Kelly Gamont. Hello, Charlotte Henry. How are you? I'm okay. I'm very chuffed to have made it through to December that we've, when we first, (laughs) I first dragged you on this little show, we've made it to the end of the year. So I'm pretty chuffed about that. Um, So that's all very exciting. And we, I want to continue the mini series I've been doing. Um, I've had Brian Mm -hmm. Morrissey on, I've had Mark Stenberg on, forcing them to make their predictions for the media in 2023. And I'm going to do the same to you, Kelly, but we're going to focus... Uh, as we have with those guys on a specific area. And this week, I want to focus on what Apple will do in the media space mm-hmm. in 2023. Again, that feels an appropriate way to wrap up things for this year because um, it's how we started. It's sort of where the edition came from, mm-hmm. covering Apple as a media company. So there's a lot to discuss, actually. More than one may have envisaged when Apple kind of started on its media journey with tv plus and whatever there's been all sorts of awards there's been some hit shows you know big movies oscars and emmys like oscars emmys everybody's heard of yeah absolutely um huge 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 stars wanting to be in apple movies um Yeah. yeah so it's been it's been quite the time so where the hell is it going to go next well It sort of feels like, um, I know they did like a little learning on the job kind of with uh, what works and doesn't, uh, particularly for streaming content. Um, I feel like there's been a lot that's gone on over there because we've seen uh, some things go through iterations. We saw some shows that uh, have not come back for another season. They're sort of one and done. Uh, We've seen a few, uh, like, I mean, like you were talking about star like Tom Hanks has more than one film that a is certain Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Uh Will Smith is the one that they keep really trying super, super hard to get me to watch right now. Mm. Um uh Gary Oldman is in Slow Horses, which is a great show that's over on TV Plus that's just started its second season. Uh we know the third season of Ted Lasso is coming. Um the third season of Mythic, Mythic Quest is out now. Oh, it's so good. Think... Like, can we just pause <laughs> and just for a moment? Because I know we're gonna go down because it's you and you're sitting in a Richmond at AFC Richmond uh Greyhounds <laughs> top. Very appropriate I am. for this discussion. But yes. I know we're gonna go down a Ted Lasso rabbit hole. So before we do that, can we just pause and appreciate the brilliance of Mythic Quest? I think it's basically... been, I'm not <laughs> hundred. I'm not up to, to to all of season three yet, but I've I've been enjoying it. And it, uh, the way I got into it was uh, you and Dave telling me that it's about video games the way Ted Lasso is about football. And yeah. So that was the thing that made it so. Because I'm like, I like I play a game here and there, but I'm not a gamer. This doesn't sound like a thing that's going to be fun to me. And it actually doesn't really have a lot to do with that. So no, it's um, just so been... funny. The way I often describe yeah, it is that if the it's office very was... funny. If the office was set in a video games company. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way but, to, de- to describe it. Yeah. yeah, the humor is slightly more sophisticated. I mean, season three has just been so, so good. Uh, and 
basically they've not missed in three seasons. Um, yeah. it's I maintain it's still the best thing on Apple TV Plus. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, they like they've got holiday programming. You know, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is free for everybody. Uh, Spirited, which is the Will Ferrell Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds uh, film that's there now, is awesome. Um, like, is there really, like, for a moment, just, is there anything Ryan Reynolds can't do? He can be funny. Apparently he can sing and dance. Uh, he can own a football invest team. in a football team. He can invest in a mobile phone provider, like. Be a superhero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites, by the way, because I do love Deadpool. Um, So it's Deadpool been. very good. Deadpool is such a, del- like, even in the comic, like, I loved him forever before, even before they gave Ryan Reynolds a crack at it. It's just so entertaining. Um, but I think in all the places TV plus has succeeded, it sort of feels like news plus has not, it still sort of feels like uh, a dark horse as a, yes. that, I mean, that that's media. Um, it's so very much media. Talks about it. Nobody, like there are people who sometimes will use Apple news to read things, but, um, I think you may be the only person I know who subscribes <laughs> and uses it as opposed to. Um, it's part of the bundle, so sometimes I see things that I wouldn't yep. otherwise see because let's, I subscribe to everything. But yeah, I want to come back to News Plus because it's a really good point you make. But let's finish off the Apple TV Plus discussion. Um, you were talking about Christmas holiday programming. Um, yes. so actually on Christmas Day itself, something called The Boy, the Mole, and the Fox and the Horse, which looks like a lovely animated show, is coming yeah. out, and um, so that's coming out on Christmas Day, and then mm-hmm. we get into the New Year programming. Yes. Uh, so the first thing coming out I'm really interested in, it's called Super League, The War for Football. And this yeah. is the story of how there was going to be a breakaway European Super League. It involved the team I support, Tottenham Hotspur. I think it was going to be six uh, English teams. There was a couple of, uh, you know, there was teams from across Europe. I forget now who was. It was basically everyone but the big German teams. Uh, mm-hmm. were involved and the Germans put their foot down I believe but it was like some of the big Italian teams the big Spanish there's you know the three big Spanish teams you know it was mm-hmm. huge and it was highly controversial for the time so it's very interesting that Apple is doing a documentary on that and it's the first thing basically that's going to come out that's out on premieres on January the 13th mm-hmm. 2023 as does the latest season of Servant which honestly I have to tell you Kelly I've been writing about Apple TV Plus for a long time I really have never spent one minute watching Servant because I don't think I could handle it yeah it I have not watched it either no I was kind of worried you were gonna say like I really love it and I need and I'm like I've got nothing I've not watched any well okay I watched the trailer and went I just don't think I can watch I I, I've watched enough of the text and it just seems a bit much um and ending up uh, January 2023 is Truth Be Told which is about a true crime podcast I really enjoyed the first season of it I'm going to dip back into season two oh, um, yeah. it's Octavia Spencer is the star mm-hmm. of that and she she's fantastic. Is, she's so good in it and yeah. uh, look some of it requires as a lot of these shows do um, require a bit of suspension of disbelief but frankly you're talking to the person that's got hooked on NCIS Hawaii so I'm really not <laughs> one to judge people's highbrow or lowbrow tv uh viewing choices (laughs) um and then oh sorry the last thing coming out in january is something called shrinking it's a comedy and that's out in on january the 27th so which i'm absolutely gonna watch because it's got a bunch of people a bunch of hilarious people in it and Mm. also harrison ford who is (laughs) occasionally hilarious but it's i don't know how much of it is intentional and on film so that'll be 
uh, super fun. Octavia Spencer is also in Spirited. And uh, if you haven't watched Spirited, I highly recommend it. Yes, I saw that in the trailer that she's in it. I've been holding yeah. off before getting into holiday programming, but maybe I should embrace it. Uh, yeah, the cast and crew uh, you were referring to in Shrinking is Harrison Ford, Jason Segal, Jessica Williams, Luke Tenney. It's written by Jason Segal alongside Bill Lawrence and Brett Goldstein. And I'm pretty sure it was made just for you. Yeah, um, a friend of mine once uh, described something as uh, content created in a lab for Kelly, and mm. that's kind of what what mm. shrinking mm. sounds like. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, so like as soon as I saw in the trailer, it says like from the mind of Scrubs and Ted Lasso, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, Bill Lawrence. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm in. And then at the end of the trailer, Harrison Ford walks by and doesn't say anything. He just walks by yes. and gives Jay Siegel a look and then keeps walking. So I was like, well, I guess we're done here. Yeah, um, thanks very much. Absolutely what I'm going to be watching. Uh, so I think, like, I feel like they've refined a little bit in in TV and like the originals and, and some of the documentaries and stuff. And I really like uh the the sensibility of it. Like nothing, like a lot of stuff over there is funny and has some funny some sort of dumb humor in it but nothing over there is sort of a, a dumb show or a lowbrow show where the whole point of it is just to be a a, a stupid kind of thing like there are things that have Listen. stupid funny moments in them and stuff and i really like that they're trying to be kind of um make sure that everything that's over there is high quality yeah listen as I say, I'm all for trash TV. Um, but I think you're right oh, that yeah. as, as Apple TV Plus has gone on, it has, like when it started, I remember you and I having loads of conversations about this is meant to be HBO Max. They're trying to get in the HBO Max space. It's all very highbrow. It wants to be like, mm -hmm. and it was, and they really made them, so they took it very seriously in a very Apple way. But you're right, as yes. time has gone on, it, it has kind of, learned to smile and laugh a bit like basically the only funny things on there from the beginning was really mythic quest and yeah. then all right let's Which do it kelly really stood out for that correct for that because you know like the morning show was a was had funny moments but was a big serious show and you know we've got oprah as a big serious interview program and we've got you know all these things that are that very are serious, serious movies things. were on there yeah go on then let's do it Ted Lasso season three, surely coming out this year, surely going to be the big hit again. Yes. Are they going to stick to their word and make this the last season? Um, I could see, I could see it being the last season of the show um, because there are uh, UK television programs that I like um, and some that I adore like Doctor Who. I could see them do, going with a Doctor Who model and we, you know, a year later we check in and get like a one shot mm -hmm. special that's like an hour maybe um you know where the the episodes are normally half an hour like we get an hour of what everybody's up to now and how everyone has evolved and then we get a nice little cliffhanger so later on in a year or two if they want to do another one of these one shot kind of things then maybe they can so um and yeah. i think it would be fun that way yeah you've said uh, this on this see the story yeah you've said this on the show before and the more i've thought about it the more right i think you are i don't think anyone involved in Tad lasso has the courage of their convictions enough, and I include Apple in this, actually particularly Apple, to be honest, to walk away from it entirely. Yeah, well, and I mean, what I hope is that it ends up being 
uh, sort of the the Toy Story model because like we got the third <laughs> Toy Story movie and at the end of the third Toy Story movie they were like that's it we're done but there's a fourth Toy Story movie and they said we couldn't do it until like we we weren't interested in doing it and this story came together and we decided it was one we needed to tell so I would really like if it was that sort of thing like we didn't we don't have another good thread to pull and see what unravels in the Ted Lasso extended universe. And so until we do, we're not going to, you know, we're not, we're not going to worry I'm about it. I'm trying to come up know, with a good got... acronym for that now. Tech who? Yeah. Something. Anyway. Yeah, tel- I don't know. T- the TCU, like the MCU, you know. Let's the, go the with Ted it. Ted Lasso cinematic universe. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think you're probably going to be right. I think it'll probably not be the last original thing we see from Ted Lasso. It might be the last full season. Uh, um, yeah. We've seen lots of stuff about delays to season three. They seemed, yes. and I'm worried they're slightly t- going a bit of the morning show route and taking themselves a bit seriously. Like I'll be very upset mm-hmm. if it loses its charm and humour because they've decided to get very serious. I mean, we slightly, yeah. unfortunately, saw it towards the end of season two with like slightly longer episodes, a couple mm-hmm. of quite serious episodes, obviously yeah. the twist at the end. And like, that's good, like... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. humor should have serious bits. It what like turning serious things through humor works, but yeah. I I hope they don't lose the charm by getting yeah, too well, serious. And I don't know that they. I feel like that would be a hard thing to do. And part of the reason I think that is because I think, uh, and and you you must have been able to see this coming. Uh, I feel like the thing that people respond to the most in Ted Lasso is the thing that people respond to the most in the original Star Wars movie from 1977 that is the most kelly sentence i've ever heard well and i'm glad we're recording it forever um because what people respond to in that movie is not the exquisite storytelling it's not the high quality dialogue it's the care it's that everybody working on that movie loves being part of that movie and that's the thing that i think continue to bring people back and like before you get to you know the effects and the new things that they were doing like visually with with filmmaking as a as a storytelling medium but uh which again is a separate podcast but uh everybody working on Ted Lasso loves working on Ted Lasso whether you can see them on camera or not I feel like that's a thing that people respond to and you may not know that that's the thing that you're responding to but uh, but that's what it is like Jason Sudeikis is having a great time Hannah Waddingham's having a great time Junior Temple's having a great time yeah uh, even through yeah. all the growling you can tell Brett Goldstein is having a great yeah. time yeah but do you think so this is let me push you on a specific prediction one yeah. do you think we're going to see Ted Lasso season three this year in 2023 or are you going to keep getting back okay good no I, I think, think that's I think we're going to see it because I, fe- I feel like we saw that they had done a lot of the filming already yeah but so. I think there's been some reshooting I'm just worried yeah. and do you think it's going to have the same effect as the first two seasons no because it's not the world it was in the first two seasons and I think part of that was uh, people slowly losing their minds stuck at home forever. I think that helped Ted Lasso a lot. Um, I think it got more attention than it would have if people had been out and about with Ted Lasso. But, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, everybody's staying home and not having a lot of options. And Apple TV Plus was free for a long time for a lot of people. So um, I think it got a lot of um, a lot of bump that it wouldn't have had 
a lot of opportunity it wouldn't have had otherwise because people can sit down and go it's just a half an hour let me see if this is any good and be entertained by it and then continue watching which you know if you have other things to do and not staying home then maybe you wouldn't have been in front of your tv going i made it to the end of netflix what else can i do uh yeah so i think well, i think I'm that not... helped it a lot but i i don't I don't think it helped season two as much as it helped season one. I think season two was helped by enough people getting exposed to season one to really enjoy mm-hmm. it. So I'm hopeful that um, we get the same the same level of storytelling uh, that we got in, in season yeah. one. And for people who aren't familiar, there is an episode in season two called Carol of the Bells, which is basically a Christmas episode. You don't have to know yeah. anything about the show to enjoy a bunch of soccer players uh, over here. We call them Zara Blair. Uh, men's soccer players. Um, I'll be editing soccer that and men's soccer is what we have in Portland. I'll be editing um, out the word soccer. Don't worry, I'll be bleeping out. <laughs> okay, this week in selective in selective uh, bleeping out. Um, but I think uh, it's a great episode. It's called Carol of the Bells. Uh, it's a very nice little Christmas thing. It has all kinds of great Christmasy moments in it. So if you're looking for something festive to put on in the background that doesn't take a lot of brain power like some of you know like a other kind of fun holiday specials you can try that i'm not saying that that has run multiple times in my house since yeah. thanksgiving but i'm not not saying that either yeah <laughs> uh, there's one final thing i want to talk about about ted lasso season three actually they yes. struck a very very big deal uh to basically be able to use real premier league imaging basically yes um because if you notice i mean maybe people who watch it are not football fans and haven't noticed this but if you notice whenever uh richmond are playing a real team they play always play real teams yes but normally you like you've never seen a real player basically um mm-hmm. and towards in some of the dream episodes there's stuff like you see gary lineker who's a real presenter like there's been a few spits Shut up, Tyrion Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. <laughs> but you've never seen real players um play, you know, appearing as if they're in a game yet. Right. And you've never really seen real kits with real sponsorship and Premier League logos on their arm and all that stuff. And that mm-hmm. is going to change in season three. So we're gonna have a bit more football realism, which I think I'm is excited an inter- about it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting dynamic that, you know, should improve the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the last thing I wanted to wrap up there. Um, another thing, and I'm going to push you on this for a prediction as well. Yes. I don't expect you to be accurate on this. Are we ever going to see Killers of the Flower Moon? Does this really exist? Is this a figment of people's imagination? For people who don't know, this is a Martin Scorsese written and directed film uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons and Lily Gladstone. Pretty big names all around. Um, it's like enormous names we've basically seen one image from it it has been going on and talked about since Apple TV Plus launched Mm -hmm. like I sort of feel like it's become one of those things it's like Schrodinger's movie it might be real (laughs) it might not be real I don't know what are we feeling are we seeing Um, that this year I want to like. I hope we do. I expect we will not. Really? You think he's going to yeah. go on for another twelve months? Well, I think it's going to end up being like I don't know. Um, I think they were done. Uh, somebody got hurt earlier this year. Like they were, they were, they were shooting, and um, I can't. Remember. I want to say it was Robert De Niro got hurt. 
Um, and they weren't going to be able to film anything with him until June. So like the reshooting or something like that, like they were going to. As in June 2023? Uh, no, uh, 2022. Okay. And so... I might be, I might be completely off on that, but um, I would really like if they could. I'm not sure what's hanging it up, quite honestly, um, but it feels very. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever for people who remember that like every and, year was the year we were going to get Duke Nukem Forever and we didn't <laughs> yeah, it, like so, if you look at the TV plus PR press page there is one image mm-hmm. yeah like I'll I think there's a trailer it. but I'm not I think we have seen a trailer you're right sort of I mean the whole thing as I say feels a bit like Schrodinger's movie maybe if we believe it's going to be a real movie it will be a real movie yeah maybe if we say if it out we... loud enough times like I'm going so, to watch Killers of the Flower Moon then maybe yeah and if like we pretend it's not a movie it's also not a movie it's just not there so you know we <laughs> yeah. will we will just see how that and how do you see let's to wrap up our conversation about TV plus mm-hmm. look we've discussed you know I've covered it a lot on the newsletter and on this show there's been a bit of a how can we put this delicately there's been a bit of tumult in the streaming world over the last 12 yes. months. Uh, Netflix has launched an ad tier, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which was always seen as the kind of direct competitor to Apple TV Plus, just because of really the time it launched. It obviously had its aspirations higher, but they launched at mm-hmm. the same time, so made quite an easy comparison in some ways. Has basically got the same number of subscribers in terms of pure numbers mm-hmm. as Netflix now. Uh, it's also launching an ad tier. Has mm-hmm. launched an ad to um prices went up everywhere is another prices went up everywhere of all of that this year yeah yeah the apple one bundle which includes tv plus has gone up mm-hmm. i know in the uk i was paying 29.99 for i'm now paying 32.99 or something it's gone up mm-hmm. about three pounds um and so all the we're... individual ones on app all of apple's individual services have gone up um yep. music plus uh music plus has gone up Fitness Plus has gone up, not dramatically, but a, you know a little bit. It's, little it's more dramatic if you're paying for a year upfront, obviously. Sure. But um, it's like a couple three bucks if you're paying month to month across the board for for yeah. most of those. So, yeah. So that's all very notable. Do you think we're going to see continued growth in TV Plus? I mean, we never heard real numbers from Apple. They refused to give us numbers. Yes. It still feels a bit like a hobby for Apple. You know, plenty of people enjoy the shows. But it still feels a bit like, to me, it feels like a hobby to Apple, even though there's consistently stuff coming out. Are we we going to see that changing over the next year? Well, I'm hoping that they've sort of spent some time refining, Mm -hmm. like we talked about at the beginning, you know, and we, you know, like Apple has whatever sort of, you know, machine learning or whatever they're using for what they should put out, they're doing all of that. And so Mm -hmm. now that they've got like, you know, we know this kind of thing works. We know this kind of thing maybe doesn't work as well. Or, um, you know, people who love it really love it, but there's not a whole lot of them or something. You know, um, I can totally see Apple doing something uh, like now that they've sort of, it feels like they've nailed that down. Like it's going to always be in flux because it's a creative endeavor, but I feel like they've sort of refined that pretty well. And now it feels like they might go bigger with that. And I'm hoping that uh, the same sort of uh, refinement is going to happen again over at, at News Plus and some of the other some of the other uh, media consumption they have because I'd be happy to sign up for News Plus but it just yeah. doesn't ever seem to appeal to me enough, enough for that ten dollars because even at seven I'm still happy with Apple TV mm. Plus um, so I'm hoping that um, 
that we start getting that we start getting numbers for it and not just sort of yeah no, that's not happening that, um i, I know, absolutely I can, I can hope you've heard me hope about apple doing stuff <laughs> um, i want them to do for many years so I, I absolutely lied that we were moving on from TV Plus because it's a very, very significant thing we do need to discuss that's coming in the next 12 months. And yes. that is what you were on the show previously about, and that is the growth into sports. Now, as I say, there's a whole show on this, so we don't need to uh, dive do too much of a deep dive, but we do need to talk about the fact that from February, mm-hmm. uh, the, the beginning of a massive, massive deal with the with Major League Soccer um, starts, yes. uh, starting on February 1st, 2023. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a season pass, mm-hmm. um, so you can basically buy to watch all MLS games, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there. So that's going to cost twelve ninety nine per month and seventy nine per season. That is coming to the UK as well um, as other sports coverage. And to me, we we don't need to go into the specifics of it actually. But do you think this is an indicator that Apple is doing going to do more live sport? We've seen um, Netflix be pretty reticent about it. Amazon does really uh, want to get it does really get into the sport on Prime Video. We've seen the tennis. Um, there's going the whole Christmas Premier League uh, football program yeah. is across Amazon Prime Video. They in do a, Thursday night football, American NFL. Football. Yeah, they've got yeah, the NFL. Yeah. So, like we've heard talk. I mean, there's been endless talk about Apple getting the uh, Sunday night t- t- the Sunday ticket, hasn't there mm-hmm. uh, for the NFL? Yeah as well this is surely something we're going to see more of in the next 12 months isn't it yeah and i feel like that would be the one um i feel like obvious prediction i guess that i kind of want to make is that i'm pretty i'm on pretty i feel pretty solid saying that uh you know i'm gonna go out on a limb with a (laughs) big solid supported limb and say that uh we're gonna get more more live sport on on tv plus um and hear about more deals and interest yeah, I know a lot of people who were glad about the football and people who or baseball, I mean, and mm. watched more baseball than they originally thought that they would and really appreciated the um, additional content, uh, you know, the the series and like the highlight yeah. film from the games and things like that. Um, I know a lot of people who were were into that. And after uh, showing them how it worked with the other stuff, like you can tell the news app to follow your team and, yep. you know, they'll tell you every time the Mariners score. Hi, Dad. Um, that kind of stuff uh, is part of what um, I think is going to help Apple leverage that into something like if you think about, um, tur- you know, turning that toward um, our football or your football yeah. or, or um, you know, anything like, you know, NBA, those kinds of things. I think um, given that Apple has all these other ways to help leverage some of that, I yeah. feel like that would be a really uh, interesting way to go. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and it drives, obviously, the main thing is that it drives people to the TV app, to TV Plus as a subscription service. And yeah, I think you're on pretty solid ground. Even if we don't see the deals start in 2023, we're going to hear about them. Oh, yeah. Um, You've mentioned News Plus a couple of times, and I'm pleased you have, because it's often an overlooked part of the Apple media ecosystem. As you say, I am a subscriber. I get it as part of the Apple, the top tier Apple One bundle. It has a bunch of magazines in there that I really like. It has, you know, you can get other pieces of content from other newspapers that, you know, feed certain number of articles a day into News Plus. I think it's a really good and undervalued service. I think this is a classic case, and I don't know what you think about it, of Apple just not really pushing a thing that it's got that's actually really quite good. Yes. Um, Because I, every once in a while, it seems like, 
they have a really good idea and implement that in an interesting way, whatever that is, hardware, software, um, you know, anything. And, and then it just sort of gets left. Like we've put it out there and it didn't get thunderous applause and, you know, every Apple pundit didn't faint dead away when we announced it. So, eh. and I think the news app could be very useful to a lot of people who don't necessarily even subscribe. And I don't feel like it's gotten any sort of uh, improvement or update. Like every time I use it, it still kind of seems the same and I don't use it a ton, I admit, but it doesn't seem like, yeah, you know, it hasn't so often I'll open notes and be like, wow, there's a lot of new stuff in notes I didn't know about or in reminders or whatever. And I'm not seeing that in the news app. And I want, I want it to be good and I want it to be useful because, you know, the, it, it, having, having access to a lot of reliable information is never a bad thing. And I, I wish mm -hmm. more people would take advantage of that. So um, I would like if there were more deals, better deals, more interesting deals, because it would be worth subscribing if it was like, well, for 10 bucks a month, I can get these five magazines that I would normally be subscribed to otherwise. And, you know, now it's easy and I can read as much as I want in the app and it's great. And it just doesn't seem like a good experience most of the time. And so I've had yeah, it's 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 well curated. I think you're yeah. right that the news app hasn't, uh, whether you're a News Plus subscriber or just using the free version, hasn't really had an oval in a long time. We've seen big publishers go. We've seen a few more come in. Like mm -hmm. it's just kind of there, isn't it? And yeah. I, I would love to sit here and predict with you that the Apple is going to really commit to news and news plus in 2023. I wouldn't be confident making that prediction. I, again, I hope they do. I hope they will. I expect they will not. Um, no, it would, it would really be nice if they, if it got, if it got an update, if it got a little better integration with other things, if it got, you know, something, something that made me feel like they care about it at all, because it's kind of up there with books and sort of feels like it's just, there. slowly aging and collecting dust and could be great if somebody cared about it and the only people who care about it are the the users and the users aren't you know the, the users aren't developing it or giving it you know mm. I can care about it as much as I want but that's not going to change anything in Cupertino and it's not going to get me a new interface or a better a better yeah, way to interact with it or anything and that's disappointing yeah, and really it all comes down to publisher deals and whether publishers think it's valuable giving some or all of their content to Apple right. as part of a deal or whether it, they think it's actually worth trying to drive subscriptions uh, mm -hmm. via their own, you know, directly, basically via their own websites and app, yeah. whatever. Um, uh, and yeah, that's really, you know, we've seen the, the big example is obviously the New York Times left News Plus. That was quite a while ago now. But yeah. there are some big publishers still involved, and we shouldn't we shouldn't overlook that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think look, they're never going to get rid of news and news plus. Right. It's part of the Apple One bundles. Mm -hmm. I, I just think your description is of it sort of kind of collecting digital dust is right, and I think that's a shame because actually, if you can really focus on the quality of uh, publications that are part of news plus, obviously that makes it much more yeah. valuable. Right, and. I would like if it had a little bit more of the TV app experience where uh, TV plus is not the only thing I watch. And so when I go to the TV app, it goes, hey, you were watching this on Netflix. You were watching this on Hulu. You mm -hmm. were watching this on Prime Video, whatever. You know, um, here's the next episode of that if you want to keep going. Yeah. And I would really like if News Plus could do the same thing. And if Apple, if, if Apple and other publishers had 
friendlier deals where like I could read this magazine or that magazine, you know, I can read Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair and whatever else and have those be easily, if you can do this, I don't, I haven't seen it. Nothing has indicated to me that this is mm. true, um, that I can just go, uh, here's the stuff that Apple is giving me as part of my subscription. And then over here is the stuff that I subscribed to elsewhere, but I have access to it through the news app. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because I know I have like, I think it depends on the publication. I'm trying to, I yeah. don't want to commit to anything because I'll be wrong whichever yeah. way I commit. Um, and well, and like, like, I, I said Netflix, but Netflix doesn't show up in the TV app because Netflix yeah. doesn't want to play nice. But <laughs> so this yeah, is I think app. actually play nice is quite a good point. Look, we could delve into Apple Arcade, which is a much overlooked part of the media, Apple's media ecosystem as well. There's, there's a bunch of stuff going on there. I wasn't going to really bring up Apple Music because Apple Music is going to Apple Music, basically. Okay. Um, you know, we might see a bit of, a plug and some re you know some reshuffles of the live stuff that they they tried to get into and the radio side of it um radio's fun we've talked about the the um actual mtv channel that they have yeah exactly all of that is quite good but again it's just kind of there is there apple music sing is like the new hotness that i'm very very excited about which has nothing to do with the streaming service this is you doing karaoke isn't it it is yeah yeah i think it's time to wrap up the show um (laughs) I wasn't going to do it here, but it's a thing now. And I'm very excited about getting to practice before actually going. To I'm sorry. I'm thinking about that. Presumably that is part of being like more integrated with Shazam and things like that. At um, least some, there, there are definitely more Shazam like uh, integrations now, aren't there? Yes. Um, I don't know if Shazam has anything to do with, with Sing, uh, no. Sing. But the like the the lyric search is is not new. Um, songs having the option to show lyrics on a whole lot of songs that, that's is not been new. there for a while. But this is now like it lights up in time, and you can pull down the lead vocals, or if it's a you know duet, you can pull down both the vocals to whatever point you feel comfortable, and then you can sing along, and that's uh, been super fun. Here, nobody should ever have allowed you to do that from a device that's in your pocket. Um, <laughs> to wrap up the show. Let's just say, ask. Let me ask you. This is kind of a question I've asked all my guests in these recent episodes. If we're sitting here in a year's time, what do you think that Apple in the world of media is going to look like? Um, I think it's going to look much the same in that it's not going to be the dominant player. It's not going to be the straggler in last place. Like, you know, someone has to be at the bottom. Um. And I think it's just going to continue, like, because of everybody's goofy perception of time now, I think it's a thing that needs to be remembered that the current Oscar winner for Best Picture is Coda on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, you know, Apple won an Oscar for Best, Best Picture. Picture. Yeah. The first, uh, Netflix to being the first streaming service to do it. Yeah. And so, and, you know, and like other things, you know, Ted Lasso's won a lot of Emmys. I think Mythic Quest has some. There's some other ones that have um, yeah. that have uh, uh, other awards. Uh, and it's really, I know the, the morning show won a few. Um, so it's not like they're not doing quality programming. They're not, they're not in last place. It's not like, oh yeah, I forgot about that being a streaming service, no. you know? Um, uh, and I think honestly, part of why they upped the price was to still sort of feel like they weren't the bargain basement thing. And they were kind of competing with the other services that were all going up a buck or two and needed to not be dead last in that, I think. And uh, they, I think in a, in a year's time, we're going to have 
a similar conversation, except that I don't think they're going to do an ad tier on TV plus like anytime soon. Okay. Um, so, but otherwise, uh, which will be a thing that differentiates them, I suppose, like either you have it or you don't, there's no in between, you know, you Uh, can pay extra for sport and that's about it. So yeah, I think that I, that seems like an Apple approach. I I do agree with you. Kelly, thank you so much for wrapping up this year on the edition. Where can people keep up with you? Uh, you can find me over on Mastodon, where I am <laughs> or so at mastodon.social, uh, which I'm giving out mostly because I don't know how long there will continue to be Twitter. Uh, but however long that is, I'm basically not there anymore. So I just didn't delete my account so somebody else couldn't take off with it. Um, but it's more or less inactive, collecting digital dust like the news app and the books app. Uh, so the rest of the time, you can occasionally find me over on Mac Voices Live, uh, which happens on Tuesday nights and uh, then gets recorded and disseminated later. And uh, occasionally over on the Incomparable Network, where I pop up on a game show here and there. Uh, sometimes other things talking about Star Wars and on uh, the ones I host. Uh, Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, which still has a couple of episodes coming. It's a show about Westworld. And uh, I want my MCU TV, where we talk about the latest streaming Disney MCU television entertainment unit. Amazing. Links to plenty of that stuff in the show notes. And if I find out how to link to a master, I'll do that too. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually A. Henry on the Twitters. And obviously, if you're listening to this on the edition via Substack, you know where to find the newsletter. So please do subscribe and share it with anyone you think might be interested. You can also listen to this show wherever you listen to your podcast. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you normally listen to your shows. And I just want to wrap up by saying thank you so much to all my listeners and subscribers who have helped me get to this point. It's been so fun building the edition. It wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So thank you very much. Wishing you all a very happy Hanukkah, very happy Christmas. And a happy, happy new year. See you all in 2023.